Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey, happy campers. Hi, happy campers. Hi, Sammy. What hey. a phone call. Yeah, so this is our first ever um, episode where Julia and I are talking to each other on the phone as opposed to, we've done like one other episode with a phone called interview, but this is me and Jay on the phone because we have a very exciting update for you guys. We have to bring you this update in real time, which is... For all the people who were super engaged in last week's episode where Rachel read her camp diaries, I know a lot of people were engaged, but they were all like texting me being like, oh, this is amazing. This girl is so funny. Uh, there's a romantic uh, turn of events. There's a twist where someone uh, mentioned has reemerged in Rachel's life. Resurfaced. And reached out to us. Yeah. So um, we got an email from Kay of Rachel and Kay, a.k.a. First Kiss, that was read aloud from her camper diaries. Um, And he emailed us, and so we wanted to share the email with you. Are you ready, Jay? So ready. Okay. It's the cutest thing. It melts my heart. Yes. All right. So we got an email. As soon as we got this email, I texted Allison and Julian and was like, oh, my God, you need to read this email immediately. Um, it says, may I start off by saying that I'm definitely becoming a fan of your podcast. You ladies do a great job and absolutely love your dedication. T- and I absolutely love your dedication to all things camp. Thanks. Okay. We didn't pay <laughs> you, but you're so nice. <laughs> Rachel reached out to me last week, letting me know that she would be on the podcast talking about CWW Camp Walt Whitman and the anticipation has been killing me. I finally got to listen to the most recent episode today at work, and I could not stop smiling. My coworker Matt, also a sleepaway camp alum, also gave it a listen and found it hilarious. Thanks, Matt. Weirdly enough, I'm still very involved with camps to this day. I'm a day camp director slash athletics director here at Bean Sprouts in Brooklyn, and I absolutely love it. Camp remains a huge part of my life, and it's shaped me into the man I am today. Sames, except not a man. Um, All right, this is when we get into the juicy stuff. I have so many things to say about the Camper Diaries episode, but I'm currently in between teaching gym classes, so I'll keep it short. I remember how we met and how she broke up with me. Parentheses. I was literally ill for two weeks of camp. Worst heartbreak I've ever experienced. (laughs) The whole lack of supervision thing blows blows my mind now that I'm the guy in charge of camper safety. They really didn't give a fuck in the 90s, huh? I thought I had had a full recollection of that first kiss with Rachel, but apparently I could be wrong. It's funny what your mind blocks out. Anyway, got to run. You guys can cold call me anytime. I'll continue listening to the old episodes and catching up. Keep up the great work. I'm out. Coach Caleb K. Morrow. Amazing. Kay, we love you so much. Like, that was the best email we could have received. Um, so many things. If you guys don't remember, their first kiss was like, their first French was when they like stood in front of each other and touched tongues. 
um, which was so funny. And I guess he blocked <laughs> that out. Yeah, because she broke up with him the next day. I know. It was traumatic. So traumatic. Um, but yeah, getting this email and then kind of like having Rachel come on the podcast and then having their worlds kind of reconnect. It's just such a, such a nice little reminder that, you know, these, these experiences that we share with people when we're like 12, 13, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's her first gift, but it's also his. Uh, so they're, it, it's really fun to kind of chat about them years and years later and, and laugh about them, but also be like, wow, that's such a nice special memory. It's so, uh, yeah, that's, it's both of their first kiss, but also it's just like so funny that everyone remembers things differently, you know? Um, And she, you know, Rachel was reading from her perspective, like right after it happened. And so like, that was her impression of it now. But I wonder if she hadn't kept that camp diary, like what would have been her like remembrance of it um because like you know i had a couple kisses at camp and like i i barely remember them i know so scandalous um i only remember like traumatic things like counselors walking in on me and stuff like that yeah i'm a little bit more like rachel not that i detailed it but i think i retold that story of the first kiss like you know, a hundred times the next day. So yeah. whether it was what really happened or what I I created in my mind, I uh, I definitely filled it out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if anybody has any like first kiss stories that they would like to share with us, like please send them in. Please, and you know, the podcast now has the potential to reunite. You know. The first, maybe we'll call it like our first series where all of our we can reconnect not everything needs to be a series julia well i'm just trying to you know <laughs> keep the audience engaged <laughs> trying to find things for you guys to, to engage with about. us about yeah um <laughs> all right so that's our live update from last week or two weeks ago actually um yeah. Rachel, if you have anything you'd like to say back to Kay, you know, you can email us too or text yeah, Kaden and let us know. If you go through us. Yeah, you, you should definitely go through us. Directly. There's too much tension there, but going through us makes the most sense. It's a safe space, I think, and we definitely want mm-hmm. this broadcasted for the whole world. Oh, well, to hear. us and then yeah, and then everyone. <laughs> yeah. um okay but also for those of you who could not get enough of rachel's writing which is certainly we are in that category um when she was a kid she wrote a story called one not so happy camper and even though it's sort of you know the opposite of our general vibes of being happy campers uh we had rachel read the story um for us and she also illustrated it so we're going to post those pictures um so that's what's coming up next um please enjoy one not so happy camper one not so happy camper by rachel Steph is going to sleepaway camp for the first time. She has heard that there is a great gymnastics program at camp. Steph is incredibly excited and she can't wait. Steph has to overcome many obstacles and friends to accomplish her gymnastics dream. 
One not-so-happy camper. Copyright 1997, New York, Writer's Block Publishing Company. This is dedicated to my teachers, Mr. Harris and Miss Bird, for putting up with me whining about my title. Chapter 1, Bon Voyage. I don't want to go, cried Steph to her mother in the car. Cheer up, Schmurl, her dad giggled. Steph laughed. We're here, said Steph's mother. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad, Steph yelled from the camp bus. Bye, sweetie, her parents yelled back. I wonder if I will make nice friends at camp, Steph thought. The bus was smelly and claustrophobic. The seats were made of fake leather, but they were still comfortable. Soon, the camp bus left. Chapter 2, Unpacking. It was a seven and a half hour drive, but it was worth it because camp was a beautiful place. When they drove up, they passed the main lawn. It was full of grass and trees. In the middle of the lawn, there was a flagpole. On the bottom of the lawn was the lake. To the right of the lake was the pool. Boy's side started at the pool. When the bus stopped, she met a girl named Allison. Allison helped Steph off the bus. She started making conversation with Steph. Steph started to really like Allison. Allison seemed very nice, but Steph didn't know that she was mean. Behind her back, she held a toy mouse. It would squeal if you squeezed it. Allison asked Steph if she wanted help unpacking. Sure, said Steph. Then Steph heard a squealing sound. What was that? Steph exclaimed in shock and opened her bag as quickly as she could. Steph saw a mouse running around her bag. Ah! Who's yelling? asked the counselor, Laura, in a worried voice. Me, yelled Steph. There is a mouse in my bag. Ha, ha, ha. I put the mouse in your bag, Allison yelled in Steph's face. Steph was relieved and mad at the same time. Why? Steph asked. Because I'm cool and you're not, Allison said in a snotty voice. Steph started to cry. Chapter 3. First Class The next week, Steph, Allison, Joan, and Jamie, the other two kids in the bunk, went to their first gymnastics class. Cindy and Gina were the gymnastics and dance teachers. Time to start, said Cindy, and Gina said at the same time. Can I go first, asked Allison. Sure, said Cindy. Allison ran down the mat and did a round-off back handspring, back tuck. You're good, Gina told Allison. Thanks, Allison said in a not-surprised voice. Can I go next, asked Steph. Okay, said Cindy. Now you see, all Steph could do was a cartwheel. Can you spot me in a front handspring, Steph asked. Cindy and Gina nodded and got in their positions. Chapter 4, Getting the Handspring. After gymnastics, Laura took the four girls to soccer. Joan did a back handspring on the grass. Steph thought it was cool and tried to do a front handspring. She did it. Allison was shocked. So was Steph. You see, Allison was a much better gymnast than Steph. Allison thought that if Steph could do a handspring on the grass, she could. Allison tried and fell on her back. She started to cry. Laura took her to the infirmary. Soccer class started. Chapter 5, Making the Team. The next week, the four kids from the bunk went to dance class. This week was team picking week. That means one kid from every bunk will get picked on the camp gymnastics team. Cindy brought Steph aside and said, would you like to be on the camp gymnastics team? Steph was shocked because she didn't think they would pick her. Allison was listening and she was shocked too. She thought that Steph would say no because she thought that Steph was bad. But fortunately, Steph said yes. Allison was furious because she was better at gymnastics than Steph. Dance class started. Chapter 6. Maybe she's right. When Laura came to pick the four girls up, Steph was jumping for joy because she was so happy. Why are you so happy? asked Laura. I got picked for the team, Steph yelled in happiness. 
That's great, Laura told her and hugged her at the same time. Sure, real great, Allison mumbled to herself. The four kids and Laura went back to the bunk. When they got back, Allison asked Steph if she could talk to her alone. Steph said sure. Allison brought Steph to the green chairs and said, You're definitely not good enough to be on the camp gymnastics team. I should be in it, not you. Steph felt bad because she thought she was good. I am good enough, Steph screamed back at Allison. Then Steph ran back to the bunk. That night was very cold and stormy. Steph was shivering under her covers. Steph could hear Jamie snore. Steph thought, what if Allison's right? What if I'm not good enough to be on the team? Steph put her thoughts aside and fell asleep. Steph fell asleep and the storm stopped. Chapter 7. Gymnastics Team No More The next morning, Steph's bunk went to breakfast and there was morning cleanup. It was 11, so Steph asked Laura if she could go to Cindy. What for, Laura asked her. It's about the team, Steph said. Sure, Laura answered, as long as you get back by 11.30. Okay, Steph replied. Steph went to see Cindy. What are you doing here, Cindy asked. I don't think I'm good enough to be on the team, Steph said in sadness. But, no buts, I'm just not good enough. And with that, Steph left. Chapter 8, Good Job, Steph. Allison knew that what she did to Steph was bad, and she knew Steph would fall for it, so she was overjoyed. Now she was the one jumping for joy. Laura came out and said, why are you so happy? Because I told Steph she wasn't good enough to be on the team, and she quit. Then Allison remembered who she was talking to. Laura grabbed Allison by the ear. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Allison screamed. Tough buster, Laura said. Then they started to walk to the gymnastics center. Chapter 9, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Steph was walking down the road crying when Allison came. Allison said, I'm sorry for saying you were bad at gymnastics. You are really good. Then Allison snarled without Laura seeing. Steph stopped crying. She thought for a moment. Then she yelled, It's not okay. You have hurt my feelings too many times. I won't take it any longer. Chapter 10, Coming Back Steph woke up by Reveille. Her face was all wet and sticky from crying in her sleep. She got dressed, went to breakfast, and had her morning cleanup. At 11, Steph asked Laura if she could go see Cindy. Laura asked her what for. It's about the team, Steph said. Sure, Laura answered, as long as we are back by 11.30. No problem, Steph said, and she was on her way. As Steph was walking up the hill, she accidentally stepped on a bug. She started to sob because she loves bugs. Then she dried her tears and kept on walking. She got up to the gymnastics center and asked Gina if she could talk to Cindy. Gina said sure and got Cindy. What would you like, Steph? Cindy asked her. I would like to be back on the team, Steph said. Her voice was cracking so much that it sounded as if somebody was breaking wood. Sure, Cindy said. Steph was very glad. Then Cindy and Steph hugged. Chapter 11. Home again. Two weeks had passed and it was time to go home. Steph had won the gymnastic championship at camp and she was wearing a medal around her neck. Steph waved goodbye to Laura, Jamie, and Joan. She snarled at Allison because she hated her for what she did. Then she got on the bus and took off. It was a five and a half hour bus ride. When Steph got off the bus, she ran into her mother's arms. How was camp? Steph's mom asked. It was great, Ma. Just great. Then Steph and her mother got into the car and drove off. About the author. Rachel was born in New York Hospital on June 23, 1987. She was raised in New York and still lives there. She lives with her mother, father, and brother. She goes to the town school and has many friends. 
Rachel has played piano for four years and loves it. She also likes swimming, reading, Pac-Man, and 90210. Rachel has a phone and a computer in her room. Rachel loves life. Copyright 1997. What a story. There you have it. The Not So Happy Camper by Rachel Silverman. <gasps> Thank you, Rachel, for reading that story for us. We'll be posting photos <laughs> to the Instagram of some of the in- illustrations and the cover title and some yeah. of the beautiful work of the young Rachel. Um, and then you can catch us on social media. Um, HappyCamperspodcast.com is our website. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, and email us at happycamperspodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, and we will love you forever. Please, and send us some cool stuff. Like, if you wrote a book called The Not-So-Happy Camper, or you have a funny story, or you did a cool arts and crafts project, and you find it in your parents' basement, send send it it. to us. We want to have it on. We want to put it on the gram. Yeah. All right. Thanks for supporting us and tuning in. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Bum 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 b